Hello, and welcome to Successful, Single, and Not Willing to Settle, the podcast, where we show amazing women how to attract the perfect partner for them by embracing and showcasing their authenticity. All right. Hi, guys. This is Amy. And I'm Jen. And we're actually here today with a very special guest. We have Courtney in the house, who is one of our clients who started with us pre-quarantine, and now we're in the middle of it, and she's going to talk to us about her experience and what she's finding with virtual dating and how she transitioned over, so we really are going to get some real like, like on-the-streets expertise of what it's like to be dating pre and now in the middle of social distancing. So hi, Courtney. Hi, guys. Hello. We're so glad you're here. And by here, I mean in my diet. There, I mean there. <laughs> and by here, I mean there. Yes, we're- We're so home. glad we're all in our separate homes. Yeah, it's so nice <laughs> to see your face. Alone together. Yes. So we're gonna just start asking you questions, Courtney. Answer as honestly as I can. Awesome. And I just want to say that I love this podcast thing because if you guys, I mean, we're actually on Zoom right now looking at each other, but like, I love that I can like work looking like this. So just for you guys who will not see what I look like during this show, I have very little makeup on or no makeup on and like glasses, and I'm not wearing a bra. So and I'm having a frizzy okay. hair day today, but it's working out. So Fantastic. Actually, I look gorgeous because we're on we're on a podcast. <laughs> I look fabulous. You're right always now. gorgeous. I have never looked better. Yeah, <laughs> I am wearing glasses, and I haven't washed my hair since Saturday. Um, but I have been telling these guys, and I will give this tip to your podcast listeners: my skin has never looked better than it has during this whole COVID quarantine situation. I just put straight up like oil and aquaphor on my face and I think my face likes not having makeup on and getting me kind of extra oils. Love it. My skin is not doing well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is just the nature of my skin. Like, you know, if there's a breeze, it's like my skin's responding. Um, but I, I, I think it's more internal. Like I, I sit on a zoom all day. And so all I do is look at my skin. So you think your skin doesn't look good. Yeah. I think it might be more of a, of a mental thing. Cause like right now I'm looking at my skin. Now everyone's looking at my skin cause we're talking about it, but. Yeah. But, your skin looks beautiful by the way, just in case you're wondering while you're listening, also, it does look beautiful. Also her hair doesn't look frizzy at all. So I no. can't <laughs> in a ponytail. I pulled it back so that all the frizz would get contained. When my frizz is happening, there's like little frizzles, like you can <laughs> tell, like even when I have it pulled back. So Yeah, I, I'm telling you, Jen, some of the stuff you're saying about yourself, you got to go get a mirror and stare at your yoni for a few minutes. I'm sure that you'll feel much better afterwards. That is what we learned on Too Hot to Handle is the way, you know, empower yourself, just stare at your vagina and... Technically, my yoni is my skin, so I I should. I did not know what you were referring to, and now I... Oh, yeah, you you should check out our, our podcast on the workshops in Too Hot to Handle, where... All the girls became extremely empowered women, girls, women, and half were girls, I guess. Um, that was one of the workshops. So maybe we'll incorporate that in, in successful single and not willing to settle. A we should do a podcast where we look at our yonis and well, we that'll talk be part of our that'll be part of our program. Week number 13 will be stare at your yoni. Yes. Okay. And then we continue. We'll workshop that. We'll workshop that. Okay. So <laughs> So back to Courtney. So just give us a little bit of background. Um, and we're going to ask you just some, some questions, but you can definitely elaborate as you please. Um, how many men since quarantine has started have you like actually gone on like dates with, I guess? So virtual dates? Yes, virtual like, dates. So I have gone on like sort of planned virtual dates with three guys and then there's a fourth guy who just like kind of video calls me sometimes 
Okay, so what, how would you not do like, Not like, oh, hey, do you wanna like do, you know, dinner over, you know, FaceTime or whatever, but like just, he just like will video call me. I'm sorry, so yes, four or five, I think five. I love Are those like sporadic or like they're planned, but they're just not set up as like a date? They're not plans. They're sporadic. Okay. okay. That that one, the one that you didn't consider the the one. Okay. That I one. love that you are specifying that because I feel like we would be in agreement of the difference between a date and like just like happen to hop on a video call that's right. totally different. Right. About the two of them. Um. So, tell us a little bit of what it was like to transition from from dating. You know, you had gone through so. Courtney is a client of ours, but she's also our friend. We've grown a, a friendship over just being super involved in her life. Oh, we're getting a heart. It's so true. And we're <laughs> giving them back. So when I say client, I really, you know, I'm saying that just because she had gone through our course with us. And um, we're curious because our course originally was for like going out and going on to these dates. So how did it feel to transition from that method of dating where you were going out on dates to then when that just couldn't happen anymore? Um, well, it's interesting, right? Because you're, you guys are like, you know, you just like, don't text too much. Like just get out there and like meet people and stuff. And like, quite frankly, like when I was, that was outside of my comfort zone in the beginning, right? Like I probably would have been more likely to sort of like hide behind text and do like almost infinite messaging, right? Um, particularly because like in the beginning when I was starting to do app dating, I was discovering that like these guys will like message you forever and like no one will ever ask you out. I, you know, it's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's like mostly true. And I think left to my own devices, I would have been like, well, this guy's never gonna ask me out, right? And I got to a point where I was just like, hey buddy, like it's been nice chatting with you. Like, let me know if you want to get a drink, right? So I was sort of getting to that that place myself prior to this. So then like having to walk that back and being like, oh, actually we're not, we're not going to get a drink mm -hmm. um, was interesting. But I will say, I don't think I paused too long. I think, well, so I, like a three, two or three of the guys that I've had video dates with, I had been out with in, in real life, like before everything went into lockdown. So I think th with those guys, I was like, oh, like let's do FaceTime, you know, let's just like FaceTime and like have like lunch over FaceTime or, you know, you, you know, like a drink over FaceTime or whatever. Um, and I think it just got, went from being like, hey, okay, like nice talking to you. Do you want to get a, a drink to being like, hey, nice talking to you. Do you want to like jump on a FaceTime? So I, you know, I think it was relatively quick. And I, I mean, I was talking to you guys, I'd say like, we were in lockdown for like a week, maybe if that before like, I went on like my first FaceTime date. It seems pretty seamless from our, our perspective, like how we saw, like, it was just kind of like, okay, this is the next, especially yeah. because you had been, you had been messaging with some of these guys and actually out with some of them prior. So it was like, well, and what do we do now? Yeah, and you were traveling too. So, so yeah, I would say a little bit of, of background for, for your listeners is that like I had been going on, I had been like actually pretty actively dating and, you know, was pretty busy. And then I, I went on this trip to Colorado and had, you know, messaged, you know, with a couple of guys being like, oh, hey, like I'm going on this trip. Maybe we can get a drink when I, when I come back. And then obviously like, when I came back, I was like, oh, not having a drink with you or, or anyone that I... <laughs> not having a drink with my sister or my best friend. I'm just going to be drinking by myself in my, <laughs> oh, with my two dogs. Um, so I think, you know, like that kind of just, when it became clear that it wasn't going to be like a week or two weeks, I think like, I think it was maybe a week, right? That I had a FaceTime date with somebody that I'd been out with a couple of times in, in real life. And then I want to say like, it wasn't long after that, that I had a FaceTime date with somebody that I had messaged with like right before where I had connected with right before I left on my trip. And we were like, okay, cool. We'll get a, I'll, we'll get a drink when I'm back. And then. Right. And then that's, it looked different. Long, long story short, we never got a drink in person. Right. 
So, so I feel like you're tapping into something that, that I think is really important for women in, in the dating world, which is, you know, the idea that like the messaging on dating apps or the texting can feel like a, a trap that you kind of get caught in and that this whole quarantine kind of throws a wrench in that because it changes the dynamic of what you're able to do. And that becomes like a, a substitute for dating for some people. Is they're like, oh, well, we'll just keep texting or messaging, but it's hard to really build anything from that. And I think you you mentioned that, like you noticed that, although it felt originally when, you know, we were encouraging you to, to get on the date, it felt like, oh, I don't want to. But there's, but there's something that happens on a date that can't happen when you're texting and messaging. So this brings like a challenge to women who yeah. are kind of facing this. Well, I think that, and this isn't something that I think I consciously thought of in the beginning of all of this, but both in the dating context and in like a work or other interpersonal communication context, like there's something about like, a Zoom call or a FaceTime where you are like face to face and you're taking in facial expressions and body language and things like that, that you also can't get on a phone call, right? So like we already know you can't get it on a text message. But even when you're on the phone, I mean, I have definitely been guilty of it myself where people have called me and quite frankly, I'm not really interested in what they have to say and they're droning on and I will be on the phone with them and like, putting in laundry and, you know, checking my text messages and like, you know, I have the TV on mute, but like maybe, you know, I'm like flipping through the guide to see if like a fast on, like, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, there is, it's not as good as in person. Yeah. If, and if you can do it, he can do it. In terms of, yeah, yeah like kind of, like reading the room even, right? Like, cause I have a feeling there was a, a guy who called me a few times who just like, I think we spoke actually before coronavirus, but then like anytime he's called me subsequently, he's just really like rambled on and has not asked me like one question about myself, like, you know, whatever. And it's just, we're not connecting, right? Like, and that's the kindest way to put it. And I kind of feel like if we were face to face, if we had been on a date, he would have been like, he's a smart guy, right? He would have been like, okay, like, I gotta, I gotta stop and like, you know, say something that's gonna be like engaging in some way. Right, so it sounds like, whereas before when we were, you know, encouraging where the step is, like we always say like texting is not a date, a phone call is not a date, or like a date is when you're, you're face to face, but it seems like you've really adjusted and adapted to getting good at having some sort of connection, but really feel like it needs to be in a, in a FaceTime situation where you actually can see people because they're, it's, it's like the next best, best thing to be. Yeah, it's not ideal, but it's the next best thing. Yeah. And there are some things about it that are nice. Tell us those things. So, I, so I know your philosophy on this differs from mine a little bit, but like, I, on the, like, so what, on like the first FaceTime date, I really, I think only FaceTime dated one guy that I didn't date in real life at least once. You know, I certainly put myself together a little bit more than I had been when I was at home, but that's really because I haven't put myself together at all when I've been home. So, you know, I like wore jeans and like a very casual sweater and like, you know, put in contacts and had like a little bit of makeup and, you know, whatever. But, you know, for, for the most part, and I will say for the, for my subsequent dates with this gentleman, I mean, like that did not last and has seen me in all manner of leggings and sweatpants and glasses and like, you know, undone hair and no makeup. And, you know, I think like I wouldn't do that on the first, you know, one or two dates with somebody over FaceTime, but I think you kind of get to that point a little bit quicker. My attitude has sort of been like, you get what you get. I'm in my living room, in my home. I don't, it doesn't feel authentic to me to be like, oh, I'm going to wear like a cute dress and sit in my living room by myself. And like, to me, that would not make me feel comfortable, right? So like, I could totally see like if a person would not feel comfortable being on a date in like super casual clothing that they would do whatever 
but I think you kind of feel a little bit freer to do whatever makes you comfortable. So that's one. The convenience factor is, you know, like that you're just like have to click a button and you're on your date, right? right. Um, and you two know this, like anytime I go on a date, a first date especially, like I always am like, is this person going to show up? I think it every single time. And I, I don't know why, it's irrational. No one has ever stood me up on one of these dates, but... <laughs> I'm always like, you know, I'm like going into the city or like driving someplace and like investing time, right? And effort and like, you know, I, you know, I got, you know, dressed up or, you know, whatever. And I'm always like, what if this guy doesn't show up? And you just kind of don't have that when you're FaceTime dating because you're like, oh, like if he doesn't show up, I'm just going to drink my drink and like watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like it's going to be fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't make plans to leave my home. I didn't. The investment factor is like a little bit lower, right? You're like, I have not invested as much. Hi guys, it's Amy. It's time for a sponsor break. We'll be back very, very shortly. See you then. in getting to like that's really what obviously you know for the for your first couple of dates like after oh, that you are invested in some way shape or form right because you continue to see this person you know even though it's not in in real life so you know and you've been seeing some like since this all started and are still seeing them so um, some feedback that we get or some comments I've heard from women during this time is like, it's not worth it to start anything now and we don't know how long this is going to go for. And our philosophy has always been like, you might as well at least, you know, start working on yourself, that part of it, and then kind of see where you go because to just wait for this to be over and then to start, you know, can definitely leave you behind where, you know, if you take this time to actually move forward in this way. So I guess my question is like, having spent this much time really virtually dating, like really since this has started, do you feel like you benefited and actually moved forward in relationships, even though they had to pretty much remain virtual? Um, I do actually. So like, you know, there's one person that I've been seeing that I did not, that I did not meet in real life prior to, to COVID that like, you know, like at this point, it's been two months, like I'm pretty invested in, right? So, you know, it's not the same level as if I had been seeing him in person for two months. But the flip side of that is that I've probably seen him a lot more in these past two months than I would have if there were real life dating, right? Because, you know, we've hopped on like a million FaceTimes during the week, even for like, you know, a half an hour, whereas like, you know, in the ordinary course, you know, you're busy, right? You have things to, that you have to do. So you wouldn't probably see somebody even that you really liked maybe in the beginning more than like once a week, right? So, you know, I think on that respect, it's interesting because, you know, I say like, oh, I'm pr probably not as invested as if I were seeing him here in real life, but who knows? Like if I were seeing him in real life over two months, maybe I would have only gone out with him like five or six times. Right. You know, but like at this point we've had, you know, w way more than five or six FaceTime dates. Like, like can't keep track. We've watched entire television series together. Right. Over <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, so it's, like, it's, it feels like it's mindset, like, right? Yeah. It's almost like you're there are aspects of it because that's one of the things I think women love about the idea of a relationship is you can sort of build a, a long-term connection with someone. You can watch a TV show together and then have these inside jokes and you're able to sort of explore that with multiple people without some of the stress and anxiety of dating in, in the real world or in, in the wild, um, the way we normally do. I also think for, if you are, I, I don't know if it works the other way around, but if you are interested in a relationship and a long-term commitment, 
I, I think it's kind of easier to like tell like which guys are going to be there for like a lot who are there to like invest and are looking for the same thing that you are. Right. Cause you Ooh, know, tell us why, because I think that they're just not going to put in that type of effort over FaceTime. If like, that's not something that they're interested in investing in. I could be wrong about that, but that's like the feeling that I get. Right. So I, like, uh, I love that you said that because I was talking to Jen today and I was like, I feel like all the middle wishy-washy people aren't going to be online right now. And it's the people who either want a long-term investment or are trying to convince you to get out of your house to have sex with them. Right. Those are the two spectrums that you're going to get. So I think you're right. Right? I think that you're going to get the guy who's like, come on, like, don't you want to leave your house? You know, like, whatever. And I think you're going to get the guys who are like, no, I'm interested in... And listen, those guys are also interested in getting of you course. out of your house. <laughs> but those guys aren't going to stop calling you, like, once they figure out that you're not going to do that, right? right. So, Well, and that's uh, so interesting as the female, because I think when, so we're describing, like, two different types of guys that are currently on dating apps, but when that third one is also in there, the wishy-washy one who, like, maybe doesn't know what he wants, he sometimes wants one thing and then he wakes up the next day and he wants something different. He's sometimes the one that you do go on multiple dates with and are like, why can I not figure out like this guy or like, like he's the one that sometimes frustrates your dating experience because you're, I, you're not getting a read. I just think that guy's not hanging in there for this length of time, yeah, right? right. Like, and I love like two months in, and I just think that guy is, and I think I've told you, like, I, you know, when I've been on the dating apps and have been, like, swiping or whatever, first of all, I think you're just, like, I'm not getting as many matches because I think people are just sort of like, oh, what's the point? I'm not, you know. Um, and two, like, even sometimes, like, when I am, like, messaging with people, it's, like, you know, it's it's just hard. I think, like, those guys who are not, like, really like a hundred percent in and it doesn't mean they're not interested right it's just that I think mm -hmm. they're not like all in and like you know kind of ready to make that investment which uh, is a really cool thing because I think because then if you are someone who is looking for a relationship it kind of lets you know that you're gonna have less that yes there may be fewer matches but you also have less to sift through that's yes that's what I was thinking like the cream is rising to the top so much faster in a it way. Did. I don't want to give people like, you know, I don't want to set your expectations too high, lady. Yes. <laughs> right. And you have to put the work. I mean, honestly, the truth is, Courtney, that you've, you've done the work, like you've done the legwork in terms of creating this flow. You've done this inner work. Like there's been steps that you've taken that has gotten you to this point. So it's not like you're going to go on and be like, Oh my God, the first guy, like, Everything's wonderful. Thank God I'm dating during Corona. I will say that when someone goes to you that you haven't met in real life, it doesn't really feel that bad. And you're like, oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you're like, all right, you weren't real anyway. <laughs> I'm like, maybe you're always a ghost. I don't know. <laughs> I have another question for you because I think this would really speak to um, a lot of the single women who are living on their own during Corona. Do you feel like having this as something extra that you're doing. So like having the dating going on has, has helped you at all through this time where you've been isolated? I mean, I will say that I think it's, at the very least, it's a pleasant distraction, right? It like takes your mind off of other things. I mean, it's just nice. It's like, a, it's, it's like anything else, right? It's like, if you have like a guy who you like and are attracted to and he's sending you like cute and funny text messages during the day and you would like, those kinds of things to focus on instead of work stress in the ordinary sense, right? In the, in ordinary times or like stress about, you know, like having to get geared up to go to the grocery store or whatever, you know, like I think it is like a thing that feels very normal. Right. And, but like, is like a pleasant distraction. Right. It's like, love that, and we need those. I mean, there are, we, if we haven't learned that there are a lot of hours in the day yet, we will learn them, learn that pretty soon. You say that, except for that I always then feel like, how did I run out of time to do things? That but that, that's good. Then you're using your time wisely, right? <laughs> so there's, um, there's a lot of space for what I found for our 
not that there, not that there's so much space to like get things done. Cause I feel like that too, the, the weeks are kind of flying, but there's a lot of ebbs and flows in terms of where your mindset can go and your mind can go in like just because there's just not that distraction unless you create the distraction. Mm -hmm. Jen, you have a question? Um, what would you say, have we talked about your mindset in approaching this and like how you feel like right before a virtual date, like kind of what, what that process is like for you? So in truth, my virtual date, my, so I haven't been on a virtual date with somebody new in quite some time. Right. So I do feel like I've been on some FaceTimes with some people that I saw, you know, before we started, um, you know, quarantining and then like really only consistently, I've only consistently virtually dated one person that I met, you know, that I didn't meet in real life. Um, I kind of feel like I haven't been like swiping much because it's just like, I, my mindset for like that is not like, frequently like where it needs to be to do it in like a way that it would be helpful right so um i so when i've been virtually dating at least in the beginning i was like crazy busy with work and it would almost be like oh crap i have that date in 10 minutes i should like brush my hair and like you know put on some makeup and like sit you know go sit in front of the computer so like I think, and then like, I was sort of like already seeing these people, right? So I didn't kind of have to get myself into a mindset. So I, I just think like work stress and just like general busyness, like sort of didn't allow me to really like focus that much on, on it, you know? I feel like that's also, that could be a positive thing. You know, it's the all, like, is he going to show up? Yeah, you're not perseverating. Those you know, right there, like that doesn't happen because you're just like, li you're living your whole life within these walls. Right. So like you're at work within these walls and then you're like, click, I'm on a date. <laughs> you guys know how easy it is when you're at home all the time to like completely lose track of time. Right. So you're like, yeah. Oh, is it seven 30 already? Like I didn't realize. And like, I'm supposed to get on with this guy at like eight 30 and I haven't showered yet today. Like whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, it's just sort of like, uh, like I'm actually relieved that other people have the same problem. <laughs> Like I had a lunch date set up with this guy that I had gone out with once in real life and like, like had to get on the call and was like, dude, I'm sorry. Like I did not make any lunch and like, <laughs> <laughs> chat with you for like 40 minutes. But like, I did not have I'll watch you eat. I was like, I did um, not have time to like put together like a grilled cheese even like, but you know. I love I love because the truth is that when all those like quirky things happen, they either become maybe the end of something, maybe it doesn't go to the next date, or they become like your cute little story of like your first date, you know, like my cute little story of my first date was locking myself out of the house mm -hmm. and having really crappy shoes on and like having to go into my, my husband's car when I first met him and I had to be like, you don't you didn't sound like an ax murderer. So can you pick me up? Because I have no keys. And like, that was our first date, which, you know, could have ended poorly. <laughs> but now it's our first. We're so glad it didn't. Thank goodness. Thank goodness it didn't. Um, but yes, we are definitely all losing track of time. And I think there's, there's this beautiful, and I know you had mentioned before that it's not necessarily what we would coach when we, when you said like, I just kind of roll into dates or whatever. But it's, we do coach, like, it's whatever you feel, wherever you feel most authentic, obviously. So, and that's what you've been expressing to us, where you, like, putting on a dress in your apartment doesn't feel authentic. You know, what's really interesting is that I, um, so I actually went out, um, as you guys know, for a socially distanced date with this gentleman that I've been FaceTiming with for two months um, on Saturday. And... I was the one who was like, hey, it's going to be nice out this weekend. Like, would you like to meet up, you know, outside? And he like hesitated at first and was sort of like, and he was, it was very sweet. He was very honest. He was sort of like, I guess I, um, 
you know, I want to make a good first impression and I'm not sure I can do that. Right. He was, you know, just sort of like in terms of like, you know, he like normally gets his beard trimmed by a barber and like his, you know, beard was like all bushy and like, you know, hadn't had a haircut in a while and like stuff like that. And so I, I was like, it was actually like kind of charming. Right. Cause I'm like, you never really think of men of like thinking about stuff like that, but like, you know, we're sort of all like, in that spot where he was sort of like a little bit like, oh, I might feel uncomfortable. Even though I like, I'm like, I, and I was sort of like, well, I've seen you a million times. Like we, you know, like we FaceTimed in like all states of like terribleness. You know what I mean? Like, we're just like, you know, like he has like sleep issues. So he sleep, sleeps at odd times. So sometimes even if you're talking to him at like, you know, six or seven in the evening, he's like got like crazy, you know, like, like hair like sleeping or whatever. Like I was just sort of like I'm like really like I'm like is this a first impression like is this a first like it was like kind of funny because I'm like is this the first date like I don't even know like how do we categorize this like I love that I, I love first and that's what I was saying before in terms of like authenticity there's there's a forced authenticity because we run out of like a concept we have no concept of time and we're jumping on to dates like just kind of, this is how I am, like take it or leave it kind of situation. And, and you're seeing them in the same way. Like you're even seeing it by when you like watch Andy Cohen and like watch what happens live. It's like, Hey Andy, you couldn't like bring a, like drag a brush through your hair before we did this show. And it's like, no. And I feel like even like Hollywood is kind of like, like set the bar way low as far as grooming before you like go on, on, on camera. Not the Real Housewives of Atlanta. No, they are, they get, I don't know who's glamming them up, but they're letting someone in the door. You're right, you're right. But the guys are like- the, the, don't, But don't worry, none of them are wearing bras. <laughs> you don't Those think girls are- So they're all like done up on their face? And then Those girls are all out. Oh no, no, they're full glam, full like hair. hundred percent. There's no breast support happening. <laughs> Who are you thinking about when you're saying that? Have you been watching the reunion? No, I haven't. Atlanta. Oh None of them are wearing bras. The titties are out. In oh my room. god! But they always used to do that with like the like little pieces. Totally, on. totally. Everyone's dressed except for Kenya. Like the girls are fully out. Okay, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. Um, I I I want to comment on the the like clothing and authenticity and stuff because we talked about it and then like the the topic shift and I didn't want to awkwardly go back to it, but. I think that you're mentioning something that's really important to say that we were, we were all about like, you should be presentable on these dates. Like keep in mind that not only are you first dating someone, but you're doing it virtually, but also like they're, you're letting them into your home. Like you all can see what is sort of behind me. There's not a whole lot behind me, but you can see it and I can see what's behind you. So there is a present, like presentation to the virtual date that you want to look presentable but yeah i absolutely think comfort too is a huge part of it and that's what goes into the to the authenticity I, we were even texting courtney the the other day and you were like but do i wear a necklace and it's like no jewelry right now feels so weird to put on like it feels ostentatious or like odd like why would you be wearing jewelry right now when you're sitting in your home um but you want to look like i promise when i am allowed to leave my home i am a presentable person in so, society when i went out with this guy on saturday we went for like an outdoor like hike right so i wasn't gonna wear like a cute dress or anything like that but like i mean i did like you know, try to kind of do my hair and I put a little, a little bit of makeup on and stuff, even though he's seen me in like terrible shit. I mean, he's seen me like post-workout. He's seen me in like all kinds of like states that are like not good. Um, and, you know, but I, you know, like there was something about meeting in person that felt more, I guess, re real. And you guys, your listeners don't know, you guys know, I'm, I'm like a person who likes to dress up. So this has been like a weird period of time for me. There's like a whole, like, I'm, I don't know if my shoes have feelings, but if they do, they feel very abandoned right now. Like, <laughs> I haven't even opened that closet. They've just been shrouded in darkness this whole time. Like, you know. 
I rarely even go into my closet. Like I really just like take the yeah. same like you know athleisure wear out of my laundry basket and wear it like all the time. So yeah, my Uggs are feeling very loved lately. But I, every other pair of shoes, like, what's the deal? Soon I'm gonna have to switch out my like you know long leggings for capri leggings. But like other than that, I don't know. If there's gonna be much like of a spring summer wardrobe happening. So. Yeah, when I went out with this guy on Saturday, I was like, oh, look at me. I'm wearing real shorts with a zipper. Like, I haven't worn something with a zipper in a while. <laughs> yeah, if I put on any shoes, my feet are like, what are you doing to me? What's happening here? I wore Rothy's on my feet. I was like, ah, whatever. So if, if you were talking to somebody who is wary to start virtual dating, um, they're like, I don't know. What would you say? I think I would say, like, you just really don't have much to lose. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what I said before. It's at least in the beginning, it's pretty low investment, right? So like, if you do, if you jump in and you do it and you don't like it, you can stop. Like, it's not like you are doing like full, full hair and makeup, like for the physical and like for the emotional investment, right? It's like I said, like, you're not doing the whole like nervous, like, is he going to show up? Like, is it going to be, you know, awkward and weird? I mean, it might be awkward and weird. I don't, I don't know, but like, if it is, you're like on a FaceTime and you're like, hey, gotta go. Like my mom's calling me, like, who's gonna know? You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, I think it's just, um, I just think it's, you're actually like kind of dipping your toe in the shallow end, right? Instead of jumping off into the deep end, you're just sort of like, okay, let me try it. And yeah. like, if I don't like it. It's easy, um, you know, it's easy enough to like dip out. Hi guys, it's Amy. It's time for a sponsor break. We'll be back very, very shortly. See you then. Right, no harm, no foul. And I love that, um, Courtney, that you mentioned before that a lot of times you've kind of taken some of the reins and the guidance not it, to just kind of be like, hey, why don't we meet up? Because these guys that we're talk you're talking to don't know what to do either at this point. So like you kind of being like, okay, what are we going, do you want to meet? Do you want to have a conversation? Like not have a virtual meeting where you're going on FaceTime. Sometimes you have to kind of make that suggestion only because they don't know what they're doing either. I mean, you got coached by us. They, they didn't get any coaching. So. Yeah. And I will say like, I think too, I mean, if you're, if you're meeting like decent guys, right? Like you know, they should be concerned about meeting up right now, meeting up in person and what that means for like your health and benefit, right? Like if, and if they're not, I think that says something about what, how they are as people, right? So that's like an indicator that you don't even have in normal times. Yeah. Which goes back to the, to the two types of guys that you said you feel like you're finding on the dating apps or like the ones who are looking for serious relationships or something long-term. And then the ones who are looking for a hookup. And it's, I would imagine it's pretty easy to start figuring out which one is which. Like they're, there's, you know, they're, they're quickly asking like, Hey, do you want to meet up? And I'll tell you, like, I'll give you an example too of, of somebody that I went out with once um, prior to all of this. And he was very upfront. Like we talked on the phone before we met up and he was sort of like, hey, like I'm looking to like really just casually date. He's like, I'm not like looking for a relationship. Like, how about you? And I was like, listen, I think at the end of the day, I'm looking for a long-term relationship, but I'm not opposed to like casually dating as like I'm dating, you know, as I'm dating and like finding my way, right? So like- I'm dating people like multiple people, like you're dating multiple people, like that's fine, right? We went on a date, we had a good time. Um, you know, obviously like I went to Colorado, Corona happens, you know, whatever. He actually was hospitalized for Corona and like very, and it wasn't on a ventilator, but like was on oxygen and like very, you know, very serious, like almost died. And like lately has been like, let's get together, let's get together. And I'm just sort of like, you almost died. And now you're like kind of being a little bit like not in like necessarily even like a respectful way. He's like, oh, like when am I going to see you? And I'm like, well, just because you have a million antibodies doesn't mean like the rest of us like necessarily feel good about um, about all of this. And I, you know, we don't need to get into it, but like 
for your listeners, like I have like a few issues that make me like high, you know, high risk for, for coronavirus. So I've been, you know, sort of very careful and, you know, I've told him about that. So like that kind of makes me view him in a different light, even though I knew from the beginning, all he was interested in was, wasn't something casual, which I guess is fine. But I was just sort of like, well, it's one thing to be like, Hey, I'm interested in something casual. And it's another thing to be like, I don't really like kind of care about you or your health like I just want like what's good for me right so I'm like you know I'm sort of like not necessarily that interested in even having a casual relationship with somebody like that so yeah and that's a good that's a good um I love how you we can see the two differences so like the guy who you went out on the date was almost when you suggested it to him when you went on the social distancing date had like, wasn't like, oh yeah, like, like it's going to mean something else. Like he kind of had this like kind of honest, humble, adorable, I think, reservation around it. And the other one was kind of like pushing for something. And, you know, we talked about this before, even having, that's my dog scratching at the door. Can you guys hear that? No. Okay. So I will keep talking. Even having, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Freaking Zoe. <laughs> I was saying I was focused so much on can I hear it that uh, I you were like trying to hear it. So if you so you have the one guy who has this reservation towards it and the other guy who's who's pushing for it, oh this is what it was, but you also have to kind of if it's a first date, we talked about this a little bit, like he says it's gonna be a social distancing date, but how do you know if you get there if he's not gonna just like try to get you to do more? you know, and how much more that means now. So like, you really have to trust the guy to even go on a social distancing date that he's yeah. going to you don't, know, you don't know. And I, you know, this guy that I went out with and I kind of set, not, we didn't talk about it in length, at length, but we kind of set like, you know, sort of some expectations, you know, prior to our date in terms of, you know, you know, what that meant in terms of, of social distancing. So, so for example, we went on our hike, we did not wear masks, except for when we were getting kind of close to like other, so we had masks um, on, on us. And like when, when there were people sort of closer on the trail and stuff, we put them on, but when it was just the two of us, we didn't have masks. There were a few parts of the trail that were a little steep and like, you know, he offered, you know, he kind of held my hand and like helped me down and, and things like that. So there was physical contact, but like we, you know, that was fine. You know, we sort of like had established that that was fine, but you know, there wasn't any making out and, you know, stuff, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, but that was like the expectation that we even set before we, we got on, you know, to our date, which I don't think I would ordinarily do. Right. <laughs> I don't think I would normally like set up a drink date with someone and be like, but by the way, we're not making out. Right. <laughs> I don't Here care. are the terms. Of I, don't care. I don't care how many Manhattans you buy me. I am not making out with you. But That's even more than that, it's like, I'm not making out with you. It's like, we can, we, listen, we can hold hands. <laughs> you can help me down the mountain. Right. You can but... help me down the mountain. <laughs> Or up the mountain, but then that's it. Then like hand in your pocket. It's so it, right. it is so like old school courting. It's it's just absolutely adorable. I kind of I'm kind of which if if that's what you're looking like if that's like the dream of of that like I will say on it, girl. There is a possibility, right? That like you could be missing out on some men that would be very great in person, right? So like I think like. I went out with a guy prior to COVID that I liked very much. He happens to not be that great on text. And like, he's okay on FaceTime, but like not great. He's not, you know, sort of as attentive, I guess, as this other guy that I went out with. And so like, I have no idea in the, or, you know, if things had not gone topsy-turvy, if like it would have gone better with this other guy, you know, but like for, you know, a multitude of reasons, none of which are anyone's fault. Like I've had a harder time like maintaining that connection that I felt when we went out, you know, a couple of times in real life than I did with this gentleman that I never met until Saturday. Right. He just happens to be a very, like, and again, like that's why it's important to FaceTime with him. He's like a terrific writer, right? His texts are great. That doesn't mean he, you know, necessarily would be great in FaceTime or in person. 
Um, luckily things, you know, have gone well in FaceTime and in person too, but you know, there are plenty of people who are great on paper and not so great in real life. Right. So and I, think I always that, fear that I'm one of those people actually. That's like <laughs> no, you're great in both. No. You're, you're good with both. I'm always, I know I'm like a witty texter, but I don't know how great I am in person. Like off no, the you're, cuff. You, you check all the boxes. Don't worry, Courtney. So Thanks. I think that's also important to mention that like, that shit happens even when it's not social distancing, right? So there are, there are always those, we all have those like, ooh, that could have been good. Why did that turn left? Like what happened there exactly? And we can like kind of fill in the boxes of why, but we kind of also have to just be okay with the fact that wherever we're gonna end up, we're gonna end up where we're supposed to end up. And some people are gonna fall by the wayside even though you don't see it coming. And some people are gonna rise up and kind of stick with you that you might not have expected. And like anything else, obviously, timing is a factor and like all kinds of other things, right? Absolutely. I don't think like Corona is the only factor happening right now, but yeah, you know. I do think that those guys who are like more able to express themselves over text message are gonna have a better time. All right, so yeah. even you might not find your person during now, but you might. You might. You know, so oh, you're exercising those muscles that make you so much yeah. more ready or more capable or more um, likely to enjoy the process once this is over. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, why not, why not practice now? Like, what else do you have to do? Like, you're not even that busy right now socially, right? So, like, I know you guys have, I've said to you guys, like, in the past when I've been dating, that like, sometimes I'm like, oh, like it's too much, right? Like, cause I, you know, have other social engagements outside of dating, right? With friends and family and that are very important to me that I'm not really willing to give up to date, right? So then sometimes, as you know, like, it's like, oh my gosh, I've been out like, you know, five or six nights out of seven and it's like too much, right? So like, but like now, like what else are you doing? And like, even if you do have to talk to your mom at like, 6.30, like, that doesn't mean you can't, like, jump on a date at, like, 8. Right, and you can hang out with your friends at, like, 9. Right. So it's, it's like, you're, it's not cutting into anything. And I love that you guys just pointed that out in terms of, like, why not practice now? Like, same with the idea of, like, if you were, you know, it is, there is some practice to it. There is some, like, let me try myself on with these different guys and kind of see how I feel and how they feel about it. It's like, if you you know, want to interview for like, be really great for, to interview for your dream job, you might benefit by going on a whole bunch of interviews prior to hitting that, that particular interview. Um, so it is great practice. And some people are going to use this time to kind of shut that off. And it's like, if you use this time to, to stay dialed in, you'll be that much farther ahead. I mean, you might actually meet someone. I mean, you might actually meet someone. I will say, like, if you don't want to do the the virtual dating, you could spend this time, like, figuring out, like, what it is about it that's holding you back, right? Because, like, again, it's like, what else do you have to do? I said this to my parents the other day. My dad has been spending, <laughs> my dad has been spending this time quarantined perfecting his old-fashioned recipe. So, like, <laughs> yeah. We speak, my sister, my parents, and I speak, like, you know, once a week or whatever, and he tells us about the different variations that he's making. My mom's like, this is great. I get, like, you know, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and so he was like, I'm going to try it with this. And, and so one day, my sister and I were like, oh, you should try it with, like, candied orange peel, right? Instead of just the, and he's like, well, I don't have any of those. And we're like, so make your own. He was like, so I sent him this Alton Brown recipe of, like, how to make your own candied orange peel. And he goes, this sounds like a lot of work. I was like, what? are you doing you <laughs> don't even have to like either my parents are retired i'm like you don't even have to work monday through friday from like eight to six like the rest of us like jerks you are literally just at home all the time like make some candied orange peels <laughs> you have a point <laughs> so, so you hear it you you guys heard it from courtney to you guys she actually is very very busy has a very demanding job has a very large social life to begin with and she if she has time to do this and she's saying to you guys that you have time to do this then you have time to do this. especially now 
honestly. Right. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Time for it before. And like, there were times where I'm like, I got to take a break. Like I am like, I, it sounds crazy, but I was like, I may actually be dating too much. I'm very tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and we, and we do, we ebb and flow with that. But right now it's such a perfect time to just be like, sure. I'll do a 45 minute or half hour something in between something and something else. Like, especially in like, earlier on um like in first or second dates like a very kind of casual like even lower investment is like the facetime lunch date it's right like, i'll really like, so. have jobs like we like you know and you're like okay like have a 1 meeting like gotta finish up my grilled cheese and like go back to work nice chatting with you you know what i mean who knows? Maybe you don't have a one thirty meeting, but it's an easy out. Like, well, that. So you said two things that I think are like huge to to Amy and me. Is one, you were like, it makes for an interesting story. Like, try it. Try virtual dating. Like, you're gonna have a hilarious story or a great story because you two are gonna hit it off. And then also like set this in a way that makes sense for you. Like if you want to give yourself a time limit of like, you know what, I get real awkward on zoom after like 45 minutes. Or if you're like me and you have a small bladder and you're like, I have to (laughs) cut it off at a certain point, then, then you say like, Oh, I gotta go in an hour, but I'd love to, to like hop on with you or whatever. I'd love to, to chat with you at seven, but at eight, I have such and such. And then it, it creates this like cushion of comfort where you're good to go on that date, but like, you know, you have an exit strategy. If you're worried, it's not going to be great. Or if you're worried that he's going to be a weirdo and you don't want to be on a zoom for, with him for over an hour. You do know? you have any, um, just as we're, we're winding down, do you have any like virtual dates, maybe with like a newer person, uh, like on the earlier side, that you thought was like, oh, this was actually a really cute date. Like, I kind of like this, that we did this virtually together. So it wasn't early on, but I want to say like maybe a month or a month or, or a month and a half, maybe a month ago, this guy that I had gone out with um, a couple of times in real life who actually like, you know, again, like wasn't great on text message, like isn't necessarily like the greatest, like connecting, like I had, you know, um, I've been doing a ton of cooking while I've been home. Like, just like, it, like I forget that I live alone and I cook like all of these like gourmet meals and I'm like, oh, right. Now I have to eat all of this by myself. Um, but you know, I kind of been telling him about some of the stuff and he was like, oh yeah. He's like, you know, maybe I would like, you know, like cook more if like, you know, we did, you know, if I like learned how to make something with you or whatever. So we actually did like, we like bought all the same ingredients and like cooked dinner together, obviously like in our own kitchens and stuff. And I actually thought that was like really fun and cute. I love that. that. So cute. Yeah. Now, if you're like me and you hate cooking, that would not be great, but like obviously had already been established that that's something I'm super into, right? So I thought that was nice, you know. Yeah, and that's what, so picking a, an activity that you do like and doing it together, but separate. Separate, but together. Isn't that the <laughs> of on TV now? Separate, but together. Maybe. I think it's alone together. Alone together. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a, it's like a, one of the, it's the commercial, like the more you know commercials and it's, um, all I know is it's a coronavirus commercial and I'll Stand By You is playing in the background. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All yes. I know is that I don't need any more commercials about coronavirus. Like, we're all uh, looking at that. Stop with the commercials. Like, like, you know, we I, were talking about I would that. rather listen to that stupid Cars for Kids commercial. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I hate that Cars for Kids commercial. That's the worst. We talking about it, though, because it's amazing how many commercials we didn't realize dominate like commercial airtime. So it's like vacations, restaurants, cars, and yeah, card, but they're still happening. And now it's just weird. Cause they're like, don't let coronavirus stop you for buying that new car. And I'm like, no, it's stopping me. Like, I don't need a car, you idiot. I'm literally driving nowhere, ever. (laughs) I went to the gas station for the first time since I got home from Colorado on March 16th. Yeah, and I haven't been yet. 
I haven't been yet. My car is like. I've been once. But Mike, like I said, Michael does most of the the driving, so maybe he has been, but. Quite frankly, the only reason that I went to the gas station is because it was my other car that I hadn't driven in a while. And I was like, I got in it and I was like, oh, there's not that much gas in here. I should put some gas in. Like. I know. But I will tell you that there are now commercials when like, I'll be watching something that's like recorded or an older TV show and like someone will like run into a crowd and I'll be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> what are you doing? They're like, you know those crazy days and it's like a woman running onto a bus. I was like, don't do that. That's so bad for you. Where's your mask? <laughs> oh, how we adapt. <laughs> so thank you so, so much, Courtney, for coming on here and sharing your experiences with us and everyone who's listening. I think it's so important because I think so many women are feeling like unsure and they're like, you know, I remember when I, when I was dating online, I was one of the earlier people dating online. I remember I, I was an English teacher at the time and I, uh, my, my, when I had met my husband online, my, my students were like, how'd you meet him? And like, I had to tell them that I met them online. I was like, kind of like, they're going to think I'm weird because it was newer, newer and it wasn't completely like accepted by the masses yet. Like that was like a weird thing to do. And we've been shoved into this situation where people first heard virtual dating and like we've gotten a lot of comments from people, from, from women where it's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And it's because it's new and weird. So I love that you came on and talked about it for them so they could actually hear somebody who's doing it and it like normalizes it for them to at least be open to giving it a try. Yeah. And like, quite frankly, again, like be wary of men that you're meeting who are like not willing to try it with you. Yeah. And if, and right. if you got it's kind of like a new red flag that <laughs> didn't exist before, right? Like, yeah, if a guy's not willing to, to do that, then, then, that is a sign. And also another sign is a guy who's like, oh my God, let's get together now. Like, I'll get sick for you. You know, like that's another sign. That's not what he's, it. that's not what he's in there for. The first one made me think of the meatloaf song. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. He's like, I, I want to date you, but I just don't want to talk to you virtually. Cause that's weird. Yeah, for sure. So if anything, it's like a thank you next. It's our yeah like to move on um yeah. which is again like weird right because like in normal times you'd be like yeah this is great this guy is asking me out like and you know it could be for you know just because he wants to hook up with you but like still like you know you figure that out pretty quick too right so um but now it's sort of like are you crazy like i'm not going out with you i don't even know you again because you haven't established any type of like trust like trust or or confidence with that with that person right so like you know I think over time you could be like okay like I've been talking to you long enough at this point where like at least from what you told me and what I can observe like you're being as careful as I am or whatever right so like maybe we can move on to you know meeting up in person with some ground rules, but I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely like a different red flag than you're used to, but still a red flag. Yeah, and, and the rule still stands that if he's only getting to the point where he's texting with you or messaging with you or even phone call, A, you're not getting as much of the story as you could be, and B, when we say that, that does mean that like his wife and children can be in the room while he's texting with you for sure and yes you would be none the wiser so we mm -hmm. still you know are all for if you're going to do any sort of dating right now don't get super invested and do a text relationship get to that video date be open to that if you're going to be open to anything right now because you can actually establish a relationship with somebody over the video and then decide, although albeit a little bit longer, to actually meet up on a, you know, social distancing, whatever that means to you, um, meet. So, so just yeah. do it, ladies, just do it. Well, again, like- and Courtney's like, at, we're at Courtney's wedding and she's like, so we met, first we dated for multiple months <laughs> for social distancing. And we're like, oh, look, we 
what she did. Think, <laughs> ladies, if you don't get on it. I think you can also do it. And then if you don't like it, like then there's no, nobody like, not like anyone's going to make you keep doing it if you want. And nobody will know. Yeah, yeah no one's knows. holding your foot to the fire. Yeah. Right? So right. like, how about a couple of FaceTimes if you're like, this feels very uncomfortable and I hate it. Like, then don't do it anymore. Thank you for listening to Successful, Single, and Not Willing to Settle, the podcast. Can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Successful Single Female. Check out our website at www.successfulsinglefemale.com or check us out on YouTube at Successful, Single, and Not Willing to Settle. Have a wonderful day and don't forget to not settle.